Hello and welcome to Chasing Grow. The purpose is to encourage Christian leaders to get better. When you get better, everybody wins in your organization, your ministry, your church, in the world around you. Everybody wins and the world gets a little bit better because you are growing. My name is Pablo. And today, before we start, I want to tell you about my new website, chasinggrow.org. Please visit the website, make comments, send me something uh, through the contact form and watch the videos there. Subscribe there. You're going to be able to get the videos there uh, quickly and without any type of censorship. One time, when I was doing my book, my uh, Sophia and the Tree children book, uh, I tried to put it on Facebook, and they blocked my account just because it was Christian content for two weeks. And I have to file, I have to send an emails and go back and forward until they have to let me actually put it there and share it with people. So... You can go to my website and get whatever you want to get it with, without uh, really restrictions. Um, so please visit the website chasinggrow.org. So today I want to talk about how to get good results. We all want to get good results. So you can be a great leader, a great guy, you know, a great father and stuff. But what it determines if you actually are a good leader is not your, uh, if you're charismatic and people like you and everybody's happy with you, actually what describes you as a good leader is the result. You can know have a, a good leader, they, they call themselves a good leader, and, and, and people think they're good leader, but the results are terrible. You need to have good results. Whatever the results are for your organization, your church, your company, your ministry, whatever that is, you need to have good results. So I want to talk to you how to get there, how to have good results. So the first thing you need to do is to select great people. Now, when you select great people, that means that you have a great hiring process. You have a great hiring manager. They understand what is needed for the culture. The culture is being built. The culture has behavioral values. The culture has uh, values. They determine what we do, etc. Use this, this objectives clear for the whole company. There's all these things that, that you cannot compromise. You know, the, the vision is clear, all the things. And so when you select somebody to come in, they join you and the culture, the community, because work uh, groups, they're community. That's what it is. It's community of people agreeing together to, to, for a purpose to get results, to get a specific result. But if none of that is defined, objectives are not defined, vision is not defined, behavioral values are not defined, values are not defined, mission is not defined, the what, the why, and how, and all that is not defined, Every time you hire somebody, they're going to come in and try to figure out. And sadly, that will mean that you may not be getting the right results. So you need to have all that in place. All that it have to be so clear how you do absolutely everything. So when somebody come in, the culture in the community, existing community, is so strong that the person start becoming part of it versus somebody who come in, the culture in the community is not strong enough, and they come and they interrupt what already exists and is giving you a result. And you can be one hiring away to make a mess out of your culture. It can be somebody because it's gossiping, somebody because it's negative, somebody because it's too fearful, somebody, all that, all those things can happen when you're selecting people. And that doesn't mean there's the wrong people, but before you select somebody, you need to do the homework. It's your, the thing that they won't never change, your vision, your objectives, uh, what you do, how you do it, your values as a, as a group, as an organization, and your behavioral values, how we're going to treat one another. All those things have to be in place so strongly that when somebody come in, they adapt to it and they don't come to change them. So that's how you select people first. You need to select good people, uh, people who will fit in their culture. Now, it's not done there. 
Now, what I'm going to say next, it may uh, make you struggle to some of you because sometimes leaders like to be busy and they do a lot of busy work and they do all these things. They're just busy, busy, busy because they feel important because they're busy and they love to tell your friend, oh, I'm so busy. I'm doing so much, so much work. And the reality, again, they don't have probably the best result because a good leader is uh, smart enough. They understand that you need to have time to give away. And what I mean for that is that you need to be available. If you're not available as a, as, a, as a leader, you won't be able to meet with people, coach people um, in a Christian environment, disciple people, uh, have those hard conversations sometimes. Those hard conversations will turn into tears and different things. Um, may, maybe just investing in people, listening, spending time listening. Why? Because you, when you, you doesn't, it's not enough to teach uh, to select people, good people, but also you need to show them the benefit of them be, being and in, 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 in their organization and what they're doing about their future, how their future will be better because they are in this organization, Why their what, what is the benefit they get just to be there because sometimes it's not about the money, sometimes it's not about the product. A lot of time have to do a lot about uh, the leadership and how people feel value, they feel valuable being there because the leader is showing them the benefit. And to do that, you need to have those hard conversations, you need to have those meetings, you have to have you need to have those coachings. You need to give your time away for that. So if you're too busy to do that, let me tell you you're not a very effective leader because you're probably not getting the maybe you're getting some result, but not probably the best result possible. So you need to uh, show the benefit of being there and people can see it and people will love and then they will still be there even when things are not as easy because they still see the benefit for their themselves for their life their future of being there learning growing etc and then when you have the right people and they're growing you you peeling them like onions so they're growing they're getting better and and, and, and they're changing and you're having those hard, hard, difficult conversations and doing all that, now you need to teach them to how to see processes. You need to see, teach them how to see processes. And the problem with this is a lot of times when people think about process, they come into an organization and they see the process already exists and they just follow it. One time I remember hearing somebody, why to, uh, why to fix it if it's not broken? And that mentality probably is the, the worst mentality that you can have. And that's the part of the culture that probably you have to need set uh, ready before you hire somebody because you want to constantly be making improvements and getting better. Um, think about it. The only reason because we have AC and electronic windows in our car is because somebody was trying to make it better. So you can uh, make sure that people start seeing the process in such a way they can fix it, they can change it, etc. Now, if you're a lazy leader, and, and you're too busy, and you're not aware of the processes in your organization, that's a big mistake. Now, you don't need to know everything. You don't need to know every detail, but you, have, you need to have some level of awareness. Ignorance is not allowed. Ignorance is not allowed. It doesn't matter if you're too new, it doesn't matter if you don't have too much experience, ignorance is not allowed. You need to have a level of understanding of the processes in your organization. If you don't, if you say, oh, well, that's such a person's job, that's such a person's job, all what you're doing, you're just forgetting the, a very important part that you actually have to teach to your people is how to see the process so they can make it better. So a good exercise that I, I do to teach people about processes is this. I ask them, 
what are the things that you have to do to go get milk in the grocery store, at Walmart, Publix, whatever? And usually I say, well, I just get in my car and go and get it. Usually that's people processing their mind. But the reality is that they have learned so many things about the process they don't even think about it anymore, which is, info is for example, information about uh, where is the keys on my car? Is my car have gas? Uh, do I have time to go? How how much I have to walk? How far is the mill? Etc. All these things that actually part of the process, but we don't think about it because nobody have teaching us to actually think about it. So we just get in the car and go get it. But there's so many things that we do just to buy milk in that process that we could improve if we're able to see them. So when it comes to in, uh, processes at work, we need to teach people to see different, to start evaluating every step to see how they can eliminate some clicks, if you're talking about computer, some steps, wasting time, walking around. What can you do to eliminate those things to become more productive? And you have to teach people to see it because, again, people learn to learn to do some things and assume a bunch of stuff through the process, and they don't even realize there's so many things they're doing. Maybe they're costing them more time, more energy, more money. So you want to teach people how to see the process and how to uh, start changing it, how to start you know, anal analyzing the process so they can see the difference. So what do we have? We have... To get, to get good results, you need to have good people. You select people, you bring into your culture, you have all the things in place already, the what, the how, the why, the, how, the, 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 the why we do it, the mission, the objectives, the culture, behavioral value, etc. You have all that set, so you bring them in. After you bring them in, you, share t you spend time with them, uh, showing them the benefit of their growth in the company. Why it's so important for them to be there and how they can get better, etc. And you show them their future and, and you, you bring you bring vision to their life about their potential and what they can do. And then you show them about the process. You show them about the process and all the steps and how almost how to think about the process. When a person goes through all that and they grow in all this, it's so important because then a, a, a big thing happens. And you can get more, more results, more, even better results. Why? Because you're not needed anymore. And then you can say, when somebody knows this, somebody who have gone through this, you can tell them, you know what, probably the most important phrase in the world, and hopefully you practice this with people and you practice with your children because it's so important. You say, go figure out. Because they know the culture, they understand them, they know the objectives, they know all these things. They have all this information already. They know they know the benefit of them in, in the company, how good for them in their future it is to be there. And you show it, you show them path, you show them opportunity. And then they learn about the process. So now they can go and figure out and they can go and make it better. That's the way that you're going to get better results. If you're not getting, you're not doing that right now and you're afraid of let people figure out that you never say it because you're afraid or you ne never let them make it better or either you're a micromanager, a fearful, insecure leader, or maybe you're just not doing any of the things. People is not growing, and probably you know a lot of people. A lot of time, people doesn't quit places; they quit the leadership uh, because this is not happening. And when this happening in that community at work, it's incredible what you see in the growth because you prepare them. Again, you prepare them to you select the right people. You you bring them to the culture. You prepare them with how is better the life for for them if they do these things and they stay there. And then you teach them about the process. At that point, when they're doing it, when they're doing all the things, you can liberate, liberate them. 
and they can go and they can produce. Now you can move on to the next thing. You can move on to the next thing and do more. Doing less, you're doing more because you're doing these things. And then you have people that's very effective, people who understand the process, and, and then you start having good results. And you can be free to do more leadership. Why? Because you don't have to be involved in everything. You can say, go figure out and make it better. Because you can trust them because you already went through all that process. You know that they won't go and change the objective. They won't go and change the vision. They won't go and, ch and go against what is the mission of the place. They won't go against uh, the values that you already have because they have learned and they have absorbed it. They see the benefit for them to be in that culture, in that community. And now they, they understand the process. So now they can go and make it better. They can change it without breaking everything else, without breaking anything else. Now, if you're a, a young leader, this can be intimidating because, you know, you think there's a lot for you to learn, but you still can practice this. Also, you can be a, a leader new in a place and nobody's doing this, and it will take a lot of time to get there with influence, with conversation, etc. But it's the right thing to do. Because when you start doing that, you start, you start doing this, you start getting more results, you can do more things, you can be in charge of more things, just because you follow in this, this, this idea, this process, itself is a process. So let me recap so we can finish. You select good people, you teach them about culture, behavioral values, the vision, the mission, the what, the why, objective, etc. You bring them to the culture so they, have, they, are, they are absorbed by the culture and not the other way around. Then you show them the benefits of being in that community of, of co-workers, community of, uh, in a ministry, in a church. The benefit of being there and the opportunity they're going to have to grow and how their future looks better because they're there. And then you, you teach them to see the process so they can understand that any process, how just how even computer process or people processes, you teach them to read it well so they can make it better. And then you let them figure out when things happen. When Because leadership is to fix problems, right? If you're fixing all the problems all the time yourself, you're not letting other people fix them, they're not growing, they're not figuring it out, they're not making it better, and they're waiting their opportunity. So let them figure out let them make it better. And through that process, because they're not going to break the important things. They're not going to break, uh, break the culture, the objectives, those things that they, they, they never change. They're not going to break that because they have observed it and they love it. They believe in it. They're going to start making things better and, and figure out sometimes with mistakes, but never to the cost of these other things. So then you let them go and you're free and you can do more and you can do this. So that's how you get How to get good results, select good people, show them the benefit of the growth, show how to see the process.